Psalm 78, verse 72. And David shepherded them with integrity of heart, with skillful hands, with skillful hands, he led them. There are many temptations that must be avoided before you can become skillful in the use of the gift of God that is in you. And the first of the three important ones for our discourse this morning is that you must avoid the temptation of idleness. The temptation, in fact, the great temptation of idleness. Idleness. You must avoid the temptation of doing nothing. I have said it before and I'm not careful to repeat it again that the anointing of the Holy Ghost and power is not for those who are not ready to do something with the gift that God has given unto them. Concerning the most anointed one, Jesus, the Son of God, it is written in Acts chapter 1 verse 1 saying, The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began to do, began to do and teach. The anointing is reserved and released upon a man or a woman for a specific assignment. A specific assignment. The anointing cannot be released until you show commitment to doing something. Commitment to doing something with your gift. Many people have delayed the days of their commissioning because they have not done anything with what has been given to them so far. Friends, in the kingdom of heaven, deliberate unfruitfulness and unproductivity is a grievous offense. Those who fail to deliver on what has been invested into them are isolated and severely dealt with in the kingdom. Oh yes, the unprofitable and unproductive servant who buried his talent in Matthew chapter 25 was severely dealt with. The unfruitful tree that encumbered the ground without producing any fruit according to Luke chapter 13 was almost, almost cut down but for the quick intervention of the vineyard keeper who pleaded for another year. The unfruitful fig tree in Mark chapter 11 was cursed to wither by the Lord Jesus Christ because of one thing, unfruitfulness. A man cannot be unproductive and unfruitful and yet expect the release of the anointing of the Holy Spirit and power upon his life. Please, please note, to be productive according to heaven's standard is not directly related to how we perceive productivity and fruitfulness here on earth. Your success in every heavenly assignment that qualifies you for the anointing is in obedience 
obediently, obediently doing what God has called you to do. Doing what God has called you to do. Dearly beloved, do not sit idle doing nothing. Idleness is one of the sins of Sodom that disqualifies a man from being anointed, a woman, a youth from being anointed. Ezekiel chapter 16 verse 49 says, Behold, this was the iniquity of thy sister Sodom. Number one, pride. Number two, fullness of bread. Number three, abundance of idleness. Abundance of idleness was in her and in her daughter. Look, idleness is a great disqualifier. The anointing is not for idle people. It's not. It's not for those who do nothing. So get up. Make up your mind. Do something. Rise early. Start quick. Start early. Identify what God wants you to do and stop procrastinating. Stop postponing. You do not develop your skills by procrastination. You develop skills by doing. By doing. By whatever you want to do. You want to be a great teacher of the word of God? Spend time in the world. Get up and study. You want to be a great businessman? Get up. Get up early and invest your time. Get up and do something. The anointing is not for idle people. Move out of your comfort zone. No matter how small, do something. Do something. For these things, Jesus began to do and to teach. Don't teach what you don't do. Start doing. Start doing. Start now. Don't wait any longer. Start now. Secondly, Avoid the temptation of always identifying the problems and never being a part of the solution. If you want to develop your skills, uh, you must avoid the temptation of always identifying the problems. The anointing is not for fault or problem-finding believers. No, you don't build skills by finding all the problems and doing nothing about them. Problems are created or generated to help you develop your expertise. The more problems you solve, the better you become in solving problems. Yes, Nehemiah would not have received the anointing to do the mighty works in Jerusalem if all he did was to complain, blame his fathers, and cry without a desire to do something about the problem. A man who was serving wine, serving wine in the palace, became one of the best civil engineers in Israel that rebuilt the walls of Jerusalem. Why? Because he was committed, committed provide solution to the problem. Do you realize that someone told Nehemiah about the despicable situation of the walls of Jerusalem? But no anointing was released on the information or news bearer. No. No. 
But Nehemiah received the anointing, the capacity, because his heart was set to do or find a solution to the problem in Jerusalem. Friends, identify the challenges. The challenges around you, in your family, in your home, in your church, in your office, in your community. Identify the challenges and make attempt, make attempt on providing a valid solution. When God sees your commitment, he would release his anointing upon you so that you can solve the problem solve the problem. There is an anointing available to solve every problem, no matter how big. Every problem. Oh yes. Oh yes. Goliath was a big problem and the whole army of Israel under the military command of Saul could not deal with the problem because the anointing to deal with Goliath was released on David who was not even a part of the military force at the time. But before the anointing was released on David, he had to demonstrate and show commitment. Commitment to challenge the lion and the bear that came after his father's sheep. Are you one who only identifies problems here and there? Or are you a person who solves problems? When you go to church, you see all the problems. You gather all the problems. You distribute all the problems. You tell the world all the problems. And you do nothing about these problems. The anointing is not meant for you. In your office, you see all the problems. Sometimes I wonder when I see people say, Oh, I see, you see, I saw that problem. What did you do about it? I do not care about the problem you have identified. I want to know what solution did you bring on board? Because it's in problem solving that you develop your skills for greater height. Yes, in problem solving, not in problem knowing. In fact, those who generate problems are displaced. I tell you the truth. Those who create problems are removed, are uprooted, regardless of their capacity. They are removed and displaced. And those who solve problems are used to replace those who create problems. The world is not looking for problem generators. We have enough problems in the world. We have enough problems in the church. We have enough problems in the community. Your company has enough problems. Your family has enough problems. We are looking for problem solvers. Problem givers are many, uncountable. Problem solvers are few. Those with the right skills are those who have given attention and given their time and dedicated themselves to solve problems. You want to be relevant in your company? You want to be relevant in your class? You want to be relevant in the church where you are fellowshipping? You want to be relevant in your community? Give yourself completely to solving problems that others identify talk about and do nothing about. You just give attention to solving the problems. God, I repeat, God will never release his 
precious anointing on problem givers, on problem generators. Only problem solvers deserve the anointing. So my question to you this morning, what problems are you solving that will develop your skill? Even those things you call marriage problems are meant to develop your skills spiritually. Those things you call health problems are meant to develop your skills, your prayer skills. I tell you something, in recent times, God has used many physical problems to build up our skills, spiritual skills, in praying, in studying, in holding on to God concerning His Word. Problems are there for you to develop your skills in God. What problems are you solving? Or rather, what problems are you creating? Or rather, where are you? Are you a problem solver? Or are you a problem giver? Thirdly, avoid the temptation of doing what others are doing and leaving undone what you have been called to do. Wow! Wow! I say that again. Avoid the temptation of doing what others are doing and leaving undone what you have been called to do. Don't try to be a lion when you have been created to be a Kampala. Yes, lions are strong, Kampalas are fast. So rather spend your time developing your speed. Yes, Develop yours instead of wasting your time trying to be someone else, trying to do something else to be like another. Why not spend your time appreciating the gift of God in your life and developing yourself that gift to be the best, to give the best you can ever give. Spend your time developing your gift and even the strongest lion will not be able to catch up with your speed. Stay in your lane. To be like others is to be a copy, a fake, an inferior substitute of another person. Be who God has called you to be. If you are going to be skillful, be who God, what God has called you to be. I am what I am by the grace of God is Paul's expression of himself in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 10. I am what I am by the grace of God. There is a unique dimension of the grace of God that is released upon your life. Oh yes, do not try to be an inferior copy of another person. Maximize your potential. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 7 says, Unto every one of us is given grace, grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. There is a dimension of the grace of God that is given unto you according to the gift of Christ in you. And you can only activate that grace of God if you walk in that unique gift, in that gift that is unique to you alone. The anointing is not for those who have abandoned their gift. They have abandoned the gift of God in them and have become a shadow 
a copy of other people. Do not start a business, a career, an educational study, a ministry, a family because others are doing it. No, do not. Wait on God and know who God wants you to be and develop yourself to be that person, that manner of man, that manner of woman, that manner of, of pastor, of leader, of business person, whatever that God wants you to be. Too many people are confused in our world and in the church today because they have configured and patterned their lives after the lives of other people. David did not join the army because Eliab and some of his older brothers were in the army. No, he did not. He was in the bush with a few sheep. He stayed where God had put him. He developed the skill of using his sling and stones to hit any target with great precision and accuracy. It was the sling and stone that he finally used to bring down Goliath. Do you remember how he rejected the armor of Saul? In 1 Samuel chapter 17, verse 39, the Bible says, And David guarded his sword upon his armor and tried to walk, for he had not tested them. And David said to Saul, I cannot walk with these, for I have not tested them. So David took them off, and he took his staff in his hand and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook and put them in a shepherd's bag, which he had even in his scrip, and his sling was in his hands, and he drew near to the Philistine. Even the king Saul could not convince David to take on the identity of another man. Dear friends, stop following and chasing what others are doing. Wait on God. Receive direction. If you are a true child of God, God will give you a vision, a calling, an identity, an assignment that is unique. God will not release any anointing on a man who is not committed the gift of God for his life. To become skillful in all that God has called you to do, avoid the temptation of idleness. Avoid the temptation of being a problem generator and not a solution provider. And most importantly, avoid the temptation of doing what others are doing and living undone what God has called you to do. I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among them that are sanctified 